Welcome, everybody. It's that time again. It's Monday, June 14th, and it's time for the Monday night iBug Buzz. My name is Brad Snyder, and along with my co-host, Sandy Arau, we are here to help out everyone with iOS questions and hopefully some answers. Uh, the iBug Buzz is an open forum where we discuss all things iOS. That includes devices such as your iPhones, your iPads, the Apple Watch, Apple TV, maybe even the uh, HomePod. We talk about apps and all kinds of related things. Um, this call is being recorded and will be posted on the uh, iBug website, iBugToday.org. It's also available on the Sight into Sound website in a, a format. Uh, and we are also available as a podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcast. That's uh, on your podcast player of choice or the um, smart devices by asking your smart device to play the iBug Buzz podcast. Let's see, since this is being recorded, we ask that everybody stay on mute unless you're speaking. That helps us get as clean a recording as possible. Uh, for that, we, uh, we want to remind you how to mute and unmute. If you're on a iPhone, you will find the mute button in the lower left corner of your Zoom app screen. If you're on an iPad, it's in the top, just a little bit to the right of center, top of the right top part of your screen, just a little to the right of center. There you go, twice. Uh, if you're on a Mac computer, uh, it is uh, Command Shift A will mute and unmute. And if you're on a Windows computer, it is Alt A. Uh, let's see, what am I thinking? Uh, if you're on a phone, it's star six will mute and unmute if you're joining us by a regular phone call. Uh, God, there's got to be something else. Help me out, Sonia. Am I forgetting oh, we anything? Don't use the hand raising. Oh yeah, we don't. We don't. We thank you. I should know that. We don't. If you would like to speak, we do not use the raise hand feature here on iBug. What we ask is that you state your name and wait to be acknowledged by the host. And we try to maintain order as best we can that way. Uh, I think that's it. So um, how about we do some announcements? Is the iBug guy here to do our announcements? Michael? Uh, yes, sir. I'm right here. All right. Thank, Take it away. Thank, thank you, Brad. All right. This week in iBug, we've got a packed week here starting tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, June 15th at 5 p.m. Central. We'll be on Clubhouse. All of you that are on Clubhouse, you can join us there. Or if you're not on Clubhouse, uh, we've put a link on our uh, Facebook page that'll get you joined and signed into the meeting there. Uh, it's actually the iBug uh, Mini Buzz, kind of a shortened version of what we're doing here tonight. Then on Tuesday, or no, that's Tuesday. Then on Wednesday, we have our iBug Android Insight. For those that want to wander over into the Android world, like I just did a few weeks ago, 
And at 7 p.m. Central, everything related to the Android world. It's an open Q&A help session for the any of the Android phones, smartphones, uh, tablets, any of the Android uh, devices, base devices like any of the Amazon products, Echoes, that sort of thing, uh, smart TVs. And so you can get questions answered there about all of that. Then Thursday for our Trekkies, we have Trekkie Talk. We are finishing up season one with the last three episodes of season one and uh, of the Discovery series. Oh, I didn't silence my phone. All right. And then that's at 8, 8 p.m. Central Time. And by the way, other than the clubhouse, all of these are on this very same Zoom line. Then Friday night, our iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. We've got a good movie coming up for this week. And stick around to the halftime show and find out what the movie will be. Uh, that is at 8 p.m. You can join in for the social time, pre-social time, pre-movie social time at 7.30 p.m. And we'd like for you to stick around after the movie to have a short discussion and learn some trivia about the movie. Uh, then on Saturday, we have a birthday party. Oh, no, that's my personal calendar. Never mind, scratch that. There's no iBug birthday party. All right, so that's what's going on this coming week. And we will turn, no, oh, no, let me tell you about how to keep in touch with us. Uh, Brad already mentioned our website, iBugToday.org. All the recordings can be found there. You can find out information if you're interested in some one-on-one -on -one training, a beginner with the iPhone. Uh, you can get information about all of the upcoming meetings, not just the ones I mentioned, but others going on during the rest of the month. So it's a good place to find all that. And then you can follow us on Twitter. We have a Twitter account and our handle there is at Outbug Today. Uh, in between these uh, Monday night sessions, if you questions come up or if you have issues, you can always post them on our Facebook uh, groups page. That's facebook.com slash groups slash iBug Today. Good place to uh, get those questions answered. Uh, as Brad mentioned, you know, the recordings are, are available on the website. They are available via, well, this Monday night one is a video a podcast. And also all of our uh, training sessions recorded are also now available on our, our iBug Today YouTube channel, which you can uh, subscribe to and uh, follow or get the recordings that way too. So those are the ways to keep up with us. And I'm going to turn it back over to Brad now. All right. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate you getting us all up to speed there. Now, what we like to do here at iBug is let's take a trip around the room and give everybody a chance to introduce yourself, say hi, tell us where you're from. If you're new to iBug or iBug Buzz, especially, we'd like to hear about it. And we'd like to hear how you found out about us. So let's get things started. My name is Brad and I'm in Dallas. Elisa in Porter. Susan Sumler from Houston. This is Herbie in Houston. 
allowed as the Ibohim in Boston, Massachusetts. All right. This is Dan from San Diego. Hey, Dan. Kathy from Tulsa. Kathy. Rose from Philadelphia. Chanel in Houston. Chanel. Thomas in Grand Junction, Colorado. Hey, Tom. Ned from Kyle, Texas. Ned, all the way from Kyle. Just down the road from you. That's right. Billy from Houston. Hey, Billy. Dana in Dallas. Yeah. I'm sure. This is Keith, right. just north of Kyle. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> this is Stephen, just north of Kyle. <laughs> all right. And Michael, once again, south of Kyle. Sandia, south of Kyle. What is this with Kyle? <laughs> we like Kyle. I like Kyle, too. All right. Okay. Nice rest area. Even Houston, uh, in Missouri City. All righty. Thank you. Jim in <laughs> Pennsylvania. And you know what they all say about Kyle's mom. <laughs> oh, okay. I keep going. Anybody else? Where's the army boots? Yeah. Right. Donna from, from there's Donna. Okay. Jim from Durham, North Carolina. There's all right, Jim. Linda from Mumble. Hey, Linda. Roy from Fort Worth. Hey, Roy. No, you have to watch South Park to know what they sing about Kyle's mom. What kind of person she is? Hang on, keep going. <laughs> Anybody I digress. Else? Okay. All right. This is Shree from the real Kyle, Springfield, Virginia. Okay. All right. Thank you, Sri. Hi. This is Carol from San Antonio. Hi. Hi. Have you got anybody else? All right. Well, if that's anybody, do we have any anybody new joining us tonight? If we do, we usually like to kick off the, the get together with uh, questions or comments from Thomas any, from any, Grand any new users. Yes, Thomas. Uh, I'm this you... my first uh, iBuzz uh, iBuzz deal. I mean, I've been to the mini buzz, but I've never been to the Monday buzz. So, well, welcome to the big show. Thank you, thank you. What it's, kind it's, of uh, uh, devices are you sporting? I use an iPad, uh, an iPhone, and uh, I do have an, a question about the uh, iWatch. The watch. Okay, um, go ahead. Let's get started with that. Yeah. Is there a way to change the typing mode so that like when I type in my code, I have to double tap the number. Um, I know on the phone, you can do touch typing, direct touch typing, that sort of thing. Is there a way to change that on the watch? Who's familiar with typing on the watch? Can help out Thomas with his watch typing question. This is Shree. Go ahead, Shri. I am not aware because I'm double tapping to put my passcode. So if there is, I'd like to know. Yeah, I was going to say I've had one since the watch, first watch series zero, and I'm not aware of another typing mode on the Alisa? watch. Go ahead, Alisa. Um, I don't think there is because I'm just double tapping to put my stuff in as well. Yeah, I think standard typing is the only way to go on the watch. Yeah, I think so. I don't think there's touch typing. Thomas in Colorado. Well, thanks for the answer. Yeah, I was just wondering right. and 
hopefully they'll they'll fix that in later updates so because if you want to use your face the face mask feature you have to set a passcode on your watch so yes you do but you know you can also set your if you go into the watch app on your iphone one of the things you can do is set it so that when your watch is on your wrist and you unlock your phone it will automatically unlock your watch and you will not I'm not going to say you'll never have to type it in time to time. It might ask you to do it for unknown reasons, but um, usually you won't ever have to type in your passcode on the watch. If you've got that feature turned on. Thomas in Colorado. Thanks so much. Yeah. Cause I'm having to type it in every day. So yeah, go into the watch app. It's very similar to the settings app on your iPhone. Just yeah, scroll yeah, down. Yeah, I've through. gone through it. You so, found yep. it. Yeah, it's yep. in there. You can turn it on. So, cool. All right. Awesome. Thanks. All right. Well, let's see. Thomas got us going. Who's got a question? Another question for us. Elisa. Hey, Elisa. Go ahead. So now that our pod, um, you, um, iBug is on YouTube. Do you have to have an account to subscribe to the podcast on YouTube? That's a good question. Who can help? Yeah, go ahead, Herbie. So the answer is no, you don't have to. But if you do have an account, then you can get, you know, notifications whenever a video is uploaded. So like, for instance, this morning, I got immediately notified when the iBug Cafe was uploaded. And of course, I was able to tweet that direct link out to Twitter. And um, now I have noticed, though, that some videos YouTube may not like and uh, uh, for my uh, other channels that it may require an account for. But the iBug ones generally probably should not. Um, but if YouTube um, does anything weird, like say this video is age restricted, then for those videos, you do actually have to have an account to watch. But um, otherwise, no, you don't. But if you do have an account, then it's a lot easier to subscribe to the channel and get <clears throat> notified whenever the video is uploaded. This is Stephen. Yes, Stephen. I'm just curious about the video. What, uh, Since it's now being done on video, what is actually being shown with, with the this audio portion? Yeah, go ahead, Herbie. So the only thing that's going, the only time anybody will see anything, if anybody actually has their video turned on, that would come out in the video recording. But otherwise, it's just, you know, if you if you have your video off, um, then people are not going to see you. It's just capturing the audio. But video YouTube requires a video format for it to be uploaded. Oh, okay, makes sense. So just think of the video as a file format, but you can choose whether you have your camera on or not. And, right. you know, so, and that'll really, that won't affect just the video file, but any visual users on Zoom as well, you know, whether they'd see you or not. So, and you can always see in that main screen if your video is on or off. And if you want your video off, you can adjust it in settings, regardless of uh, phone or computer app. Correct. Well, that's really cool that we're on YouTube. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Michael? Yeah, Is Michael, it, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just going to add to that. Uh, in addition, you know, even though you have your camera off, 
your avatar is showing displaying so the person speaking and usually there's some uh, you know your name or whatever you've signed in to the zoom call as will also show up you know as your speak as that person is speaking I mean, a sighted person would be able to, you know, see that and yeah. see the speakers switch out and that kind of thing. All right. Well, thank you, Michael. Okay. Susan. Who'd like say it again? Susan. Yes, Susan, go ahead. Yes, good evening. Um, I have a question about, uh, well, I use my iPad all the time for for group meetings, uh, Sunday school class, things like that. And I have a question about muting and unmuting. I like using the two finger double tap. It's, it's very easy and faster than the other ways. And I'm just wondering, say like on your end or anybody else's end or, or uh, uh, Sonia's, um, can y'all hear when it says unmute it? Um, now someone, um, me and someone the other day tested it out in his, uh, zoom room, which was only the two of us. And he said he could hear the speech saying unmute it, but can't hear it when I mute. Um, and I told him, well, I've never been told from anyone, not from my bug or Sunday school class that they hear anything like that so i'm puzzled about that now yesterday evening and i think sonia i think you were having uh some voice problems or something i don't know i guess on your mac or whatever you use and you know everybody could hear it say uh, muted unmute which was the first time i ever heard that so so anyway is it true about people hearing that? Uh, well, what, what, how, how about, this is Brad, how about right now, you try it. Why don't you, you're unmuted right now. Why don't you do the double tap and mute and then okay. give it a second or two and then unmute yourself and let's all see if we can hear it. Okay, here she goes. Okay, I'm unmuted. Did anybody okay. hear? Okay, I heard. I this is Brad, and I heard you tap the screen. I heard the sound of your double tap on the screen. I heard no voiceover, and then when okay. you came back, I heard nothing but you. I could tell you unmuted, and then I heard you speak. So we're. In, I didn't hear anything. I don't think anybody else on this call did. Okay, that's good, and uh, that's this good is to know. Keith. So um, yes, go ahead. Hang, hang on, Skeet. So, so ahead, Susan, Keith. are you? Are you using headphones? Uh, typically, if you're using headphones, no, uh, no, they no. nobody else will be able to hear your voiceover. But if you're yeah. not using headphones, then of course the voiceover can bleed into the uh, speaker or the yeah, microphone on the speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah but so, can pick yeah. It up. so far, no one's heard it except a friend of mine. But I'm thinking it's just because. It was only two of us in his room. Yeah, on Zoom. I don't know. That's my theory, but no one else from Sunday school has, or else they would have commented about it. And I've been doing it this way for a very long time on 
on the iBug meetings and stuff like that. And um, nobody has said anything, but I would think even swiping on the iPad, I swipe down below with, a, I call it the bar, you know, where it says leave, uh, mute my audio. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll use that, but you still have to double tap to mute, double tap to unmute. So I'm assuming it would be the same thing. You would probably hear the tapping, Probably. but not the voiceover, Probably. I assume. All right. Go ahead, Ibrahim. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but uh, the last couple of times I tried to meet with the magic tap or uh, double tap, it worked for me since the last Zoom update on the iPad and iPhone. Well, good. It does work for you. Yes. Okay. Yeah, good. It, good, yeah good. It's, it's been working um uh, long before the update i've been using it for several months uh, i like right. to finger double tap but i guess no matter right. how you you mute yourself even if you go down below and swipe till it says mute or unmuted uh well unmuted unmute i can't talk naturally you're going to hear the tap sound like you said but you didn't hear the uh, voice over so as long as to me that's the important part the tapping's not going to kill anybody true go ahead keith yeah, I was just going to say, if you have headphones in, the, it will not pick up your voiceover, but it will pick up the sound of you tapping the phone until it is muted. That's all that is. Yeah, and that's no big deal. Yeah. Uh, and then great- uh, uh, one, uh, one more thing thing real fast. To yesterday, okay. for the first time um, in, in my Sunday school class, we use Zoom. Um, I was asked to mute two times. I mean, you know, after I asked a question or comment or something because there was an echo on their end. Uh, that's never happened before, but is there something that I can do if for some reason uh, I, uh, my iPad's giving them an echo because I... I don't know that one. Um, my echo just lost, made yeah. me lose my train of thought because um, I don't use a microphone. I use you know, what's built into the iPad. Right, right. And it's usually okay if you're sitting right there. Yeah. Um, anybody got any suggestions for her, Susan, to figure out how to get rid of this echo sound? This is Herbie. It's Abel. Herbie, go ahead. Hang so, on. Wait, Let's let just, Herbie go. So, go this is Jim. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, okay. Let's go with Herbie. So are you wearing headphones at all? I bet I'm, I got lost on that part. If you're using headphones or just a speaker. Uh, I'm just using the iPad uh, speakers. It's on the so iPad. That is the problem. So what happens? And maybe somebody. I'll try to explain this as best I can. So when you're on most voiceover IP apps, including FaceTime and even the regular phone call, when you're on speakerphone, it's trying to eliminate feedback. And so what happens is it's kind of warring. It's kind of going between like the microphone will not always be activated. So like when you talk, then the mic suddenly activates. And when you don't talk, it tries to go away and it turns off. And so it's kind of canceling each other out and it creates some interesting side effects because during this transition, what can happen is the microphone can be hearing the earpiece and so it hears the earpiece and it hears 
something like your voice echoing through the earpiece or whatever, and so it's reflecting that back to the earpiece from the microphone, you know, the speaker to the microphone. Right. So is that because their iPhone? Some uses their iPhones, some uses their iPads. So, and additionally, yes, if people have their phones unmuted, then if your voice, your voice can reflect off of somebody's speaker and come to their microphone. And so the, the best way you can do, have, do it is the iBug method, really, is have everybody muted unless they're talking and use headphones whenever possible. Yeah, I may have to start using the headphones. I used that Friday at that Lighthouse support group meeting on GoToMeeting um, instead of Zoom. But, um, but I like just doing it this way because I get up and down a lot. And, you know, when you're stuck with headphones, well, you're stuck because of the wire. <laughs> so okay. anyway, anyway, that was just the one thing thing uh, yesterday about that. So I just wanted to ask about that. Right. And thanks for answering the voiceover question, the first one. Thank you, y'all. All right. Let's see. Ibrahim, did you have anything? And then you had Jim in there, too. Do you have... Oh, I was just going to jump in on the last question. Well, hang on. I think Ibrahim. Ibrahim, last call. Somebody asking for me? Yeah, well, I thought you had spoke up. I didn't know if you had anything. Uh, you wanted I was just going to suggest that you turn on uh, original sound and Zoom settings. Uh, I found that helps a lot. Okay, thank you. All right, go ahead, Jim. Oh, I was just going to... Uh chime in on the last question on Suzanne's question um you know and recommend that if she could use headphones with a microphone um that way she could just mute and unmute and you know the only one that would really know for sure would would be her because um then it wouldn't pick up the voiceover um so that, right. that was going to be my suggestion. That's all. Right. all. Well, thank you. This is Shree. Thank you. Yeah, go ahead, Shree. I just want to make a quick a quick comment about the double tap. Um, if you are using your phone and you didn't select uh, Wi-Fi or cellular and you took the phone line option, most likely if you double tap, it's probably going to disconnect the call. Yeah, right. I, I, I believe she was talking iPad. about the Zoom app. Yeah, uh, well, not... Well, I don't even use the app. I have the link uh, copied and pasted in my contacts. Uh, but I only use the iPad for all this stuff. I'm an iPad fa- uh, lover. so. But anyway, okay. thanks again. This is Roy. Yes, go ahead, Roy. I just wanted to share, if you're using an iPad with a keyboard, you can do VO dash. And that's the same thing as a magic tap, which will unmute or mute when you're in zoom that's good to know thank you all right did you say vo dash mutes and unmutes no you said vo it's the same as vo dash you said the same thing as a magic tap tap. wait wait yeah both of y'all talking is vo dash uh, um vo dash mutes and unmutes yes it's the okay. same thing as a magic tap with your keyboard. I see. Okay. And then um, I also heard about just using the space bar on the keyboard and that mutes and unmutes. 
Yes. Roy, I, I think that's if you keep it held down, isn't that correct, Brad? Correct. Correct. Yeah, and I know that works on this is Eva. A computer, Windows or Mac. I know I'm not hundred percent sure about iOS. Uh go uh, ahead, Eva. Okay. Okay. Uh, the space bar, I thought that was just a Windows thing. Uh, it works on a Mac too. I know that. Oh, okay. That's what I use oh. all the time. But I'm not sure okay. about iOS. And yes, it's like key in a mic. You you hold it down. You're unmuted. You let go. You're muted. And of course, you have to be done your keyboard command to mute yourself before that will work. And then there's another setting, but I believe it's it's that checkbox is on by default. Um, there was somebody else in there. I didn't. Yeah, one fast thing. Then I'll end this. Well, okay. well, uh, he he said something. I just want to ask real fast. What was that first? You have to uh, set for for muted on the keyboard. You have to mute. You have to mute. You have to be muted, and then when you're muted, you can press the space bar to unmute. Let go of the space bar, and then you're muted again. So okay, you press the space bar when you want to talk, and then let go of it. There is a setting for that, but I believe it's set by default that it will do that. Okay. And I do not have experience doing this with iOS, okay. iPhone, or iPad, but I use it on my Mac and I've done it on Windows before as well. Okay. Now, hang on. There was someone else, I believe, that was trying to get in there. Yeah. Sonia was just uh, wanting, that Sonia? Want, wanting to get, okay. get moving. But anyway. Okay, yes. I, we do need to move on. We've spent enough yeah. plenty of time. Well, well yeah. Y'all do that. Lots as long of as we, we, we got you taken care of, Susan. Thank you, Susan. Okay. Who's got another question? This is Eva. Yes, Eva. Um, I've been trying to figure out how do you um on the the Apple TV, how do you uh, mute I mean mute, I'm thinking mute. How do you erase apps? You mean delete an app? Yeah. Who can help Eva out with her Apple TV? I totally forgot. One. Anybody got experience using an Apple? Yeah, you're talking about the set-top box Apple TV, correct? Mm-hmm. And someone with anybody the using touch an Apple TV knows how to delete apps from your Apple TV. Wow, nobody. This is Sonia. Okay, Sonia. I have one, but I've never done it, Eva, so no help. So sorry, I should just be quiet. Okay, okay. it looks like I'm not the only one that's stumped there. Yeah. All right, that'll we'll be see a, we can do about, for next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what we can do about looking this up, and hopefully we'll this be able Herbie. to look. Herbie, go ahead. So I don't know exactly how to use one. I know it works a lot like other Apple devices, but what I was going to recommend, if you have him on your Facebook, Kenny, you know, our iBug Kenny, I know is an avid user of Apple TV, Amazon TV, all that. And so he might be a great resource to tap into and ask your questions. Okay, okay I can do that. Thank you. Okay. Well, sorry we weren't able to answer that, but I think we'll come up with something for you eventually. Go ahead, Ibrahim. You got an Apple TV? Yeah, I got a question. Um, okay, go ahead. I question. was trying to reset a password for a account, and I'm getting a strange message from the company telling me, um, like, bad, it said, like, something like bad password reset or bad server reset. So I'm wondering, um, is maybe they're having a problem with the servers or 
that is not accepting my email. So I'm just curious about that. It sounds to me, this is Brad, that sounds to me like an issue with, you said your email? Well, I, I put in an email. I know it works because I'm getting uh -huh. emails from the company with it. But when I go to reset mm -hmm. the password, it um, tells me like, oops, our server is down or something like that. Yeah, that Not exactly. Like it says more like, uh, oops, password, bad request server, basically. Yeah, that sounds like an issue with your email provider. Okay. I would give their help, tech support a call. Uh, for, the, for Gmail or Google? Well, who, well, if it's Gmail, there's nobody to call. I don't know. Okay. This is Shri. Go ahead, Shri. Um, Abraham, is it your is it your ISP email or is this a company that a service that you have with a particular company's email? Uh, this is um, meetup.com. Uh, I'm trying to reset my password for it. Oh, okay. That, with a Gmail account. Uh, sounds like that you're having a connection issue with with that vendor. Is what it sounds like to me. Um, maybe. Uh, the URL that it's sending doesn't seem to be um, accurate or correct is my, is my guess. You mean the app could be down? Because I'm doing this inside the app. Could be. Okay. It, it could be. Um, also, I just want to say that spacebar on using the keyboard didn't work. I tried it right now. On iOS? On my iPad. Okay. Okay. Thank you for letting us know. Interesting. I have to look into that myself. I'm not sure about that. Okay, thank you, Shri. Um, who's who'd like to go next? Who's got another question for us? This is Dan. Yes, Dan. Okay, I have a question. Um, this is concerning uh, seeing AI the app. There was an update. Little message came out that said that said. Uh, that said, we now have world channel. And uh, I thought, well, that's, that's great, but it's not in my menu. And I checked on uh, this group's IO group and somebody else said the same thing that uh, they couldn't find world channel. And I did a little search and I couldn't find anything about it either. So I'm wondering if anybody on here uh, has seeing AI, and if you do, uh, do you have World Channel? And you could tell me what it is. I'd just like to know. And apparently, it has something to do with LiDAR. So I'm just curious what this World Channel business is all about with seeing what kind AI. Of, what kind of trick. device do you have, Dan? Thank you, Martin. What kind of device do you have? Oh, I'm iPhone 8 Plus. Okay, there you go. This is go ahead. So uh, basically, what it is is um, the World Preview only works if you have a phone with a LiDAR sensor. And basically what it does is it uses the LiDAR to give you um, near directions or distances, I should say. And basically what the World Preview will do, when we did a demo of this, it's in one of our podcasts a, a few months ago, but basically what it'll do is if you pan the room, it will detect objects and it'll tell you how far each of those objects are in relation to where you are and there is a proximity where it'll get a vibration to let you know that you are close to an object and you can also put a beacon on an object and it'll give you a step-by-step -step direction to reach that object that's kind of like the high level of what the world preview will do this is herbie go ahead herbie so also to answer your question dan so i have an iphone 12 pro and i definitely see 
the world channel in my seeing AI. And I think this just goes to show that, you know, um, so this is going to be, you know, the iPhone 12s are the currently the only model that have LiDAR. So if you have an 11 or if you have the SE models, you're not going to be able to make use of this. But I so think it really goes to show that Pro. if you want to take advantage of some of the advanced features of the phone, you're going to have to really think about what you are purchasing. And if you want a small phone, for instance, okay, if you want to be able to make use of LiDAR, an iPhone 12 mini might be a better purchase, for instance, than an SE 2020 because it's still going to have... Actually, did the mini... I take that this back. Is straight. I think only the, Pro, ahead, the Pro Max have the LiDAR. Never mind, I misspoke. I yeah, like, I was just going to say, it's right now it's only the 12 Pro and right. the Pro Max. That may change. Correct. Yeah. And I'm not even sure if the iPad Pros that have the LiDAR work, comes with World Preview. That I'm, I haven't verified. But I just know right now, I know for sure that the Pro on the phones work, but the World Preview. Yeah, there is. And, I have heard talk that it may come to more models with the starting with the 13, but that is just speculation. So, and just just so you know that any phone that doesn't have it won't that particular channel won't be displayed on the device. That's why you don't see it. Okay, very good. Got it. Now you you mentioned a podcast. Can you tell me uh, where this podcast or what it's called? And I'd like to listen to it. Which, what podcast? This is her. Yeah, I think it was. This is Sonia. Yes. Uh, I think Go it ahead, was Sonia. from February, uh, if I remember oh, correctly. The it was the iBug Cafe uh, where we talked about uh, various, uh, you know, indoor navigation. I'm pretty sure it's it's uh, February. And, uh, if it's a cafe, it was not a podcast. You can find it on the iBugToday.org website. This is Shree. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Shree. But and it is available on the YouTube channel. Ah, there you go. Okay, but this is this is concerning indoor navigation, right? It has nothing to do with LiDAR. Is that correct? Yes, is- it was an iBug Cafe on using LiDAR. Go ahead, Shree. No, no, you, you got it right. Okay, thank you. Okay, I'll look it up on uh, on the YouTube channel. Well, thank, thank you right. very much, you guys. All Clear right, thank you, Dan. Okay, who'd like to go next? Who hasn't had a chance to? This is Billy. Yes, sir, Billy. Um, I just bought a new toy. I got a uh, HomePod Mini. Yes. And um, just trying to figure out what the commands are. Uh, like, I had a question like, uh, can it read your email or can it uh, send text messages? Who can help Billy out with a HomePod mini question? Answer, actually. Ooh, we got any HomePod mini users? I know we got some out there. This is Herbie. Herbie. All right. Um, so I don't think it can do email, and, but I want to mm. say it should be able to do texts just the way you would through Siri. Oh, okay. Um, the HomePod... I'm and I, I I'm not for one hundred percent one hundred percent sure if it can do texts. It is a little bit more. It's not as fancy as your Alexa and Google Home devices. Uh-huh. You know, it's really meant. You know, Apple designed it more for music with some other functionality built in. Um, yeah, with AirPlay, some Siri stuff. 
you know, yeah. So just, okay. um, but you could probably, I would use Siri commands with anything that you're unsure if it can do. And it'll tell you if it cannot, believe me. Okay. I use it mainly, I use it mainly for music and uh, Apple music and all that. I really like it. I like the way it sounds, but I mainly just got it for music. So I was just asking a question. Thank you. This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. Okay, uh, I just got one last night. And when I set it up, um, I got an alert on my phone, which gave like 12 most usable tips. I don't know if you got that, but it gave you some uh, information about what it can and can't do. Okay. And I got it as soon as I set it up. I got a tip alert on my phone. Okay. I'm going to look it up then. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much. All right. Thank you. Okay. Who'd like to go next? Who hasn't had a chance? Got a question for, for us all. Any new users out there who haven't had a chance? Old users, veterans, got a question. Don't be shy. Nobody has a question. I'll have to sing, and we don't want that. Kathy, I have a question. Okay, Kathy, you <laughs> saved us all. <laughs> um, see if I can... Um, so last week I asked about, um, using a lot of data on my phone and through whatever means, I don't know, but my husband, the IT department here told me that it happened during zoom calls that a lot of, a lot of, uh, data was used. I think I'm using the right words. I'm not sure. <clears throat> and I wondered, did it have anything to do with um, it could be my the Wi-Fi just coming in and out. Seems like recently, within the last few months, the Zoom um, question changes. You know, when you first log in, it used to say, um, if you want audio, you know, you're supposed to check the audio channel or something. And now it says something about um, Wi-Fi in data or um, cellular, <coughs> excuse me, cellular and Wi-Fi. So is that, does that have anything to do with, seems like that's the only thing there is to choose when you're trying to get your audio going. Am I making any sense at all? <laughs> this is Suba. Go ahead, Suba. So just to understand the question, thinking like maybe zoom call you know when you choose the option cellular and wi-fi connection when you're logging in or clicking on our zoom link it's uh, taking up way too much data from your plan am i understanding the question correctly yeah that's a that's okay yeah um i don't know what kind of cell phone plan you have uh, from what I understand, a 24-hour Zoom stream, 24-hour continuous Zoom stream uses up about two gigabytes of data, depending on the quality of the video streaming. Um, so 
it doesn't really take that much data. You're just just joining in. But if if you're hosting the video, then you have to worry about a lot of bandwidth. Now I don't my stats may be a little off, so somebody wants to join in, but uh, it should not take easy short answer. Easy answer is a should not take too much of your data. Any no more than like you know like a, a gigabyte max from just this, you know just joining in. This is Keith. Okay, go ahead, Keith. One thing you can do, Kathy, is go into Zoom. Uh, don't uh, tap into a link to uh, start a call, but just go into the Zoom app and go to uh, settings at the, I believe it's at the lower right-hand side, the lower right-hand tab, and uh, swipe through there and you'll see meetings, tap on that. And then uh, right there at the top, there is a button that says audio automatic automatic audio connect or something like that and if you tap on that you can actually select wi-fi or cellular and with that said when you enter in a call you don't even have to that prompt will not even come up it will auto connect to whatever you select in settings and i have mine to wi-fi so i don't i never see that alert anymore it just automatically connects up through wi-fi why would you ever want cellular would you if, if if you're not oh, in the Wi-Fi, okay. If you're on the road or something, and you okay, yeah, okay. But thank you. This is Shree. Yes, go ahead, Shree. I was just gonna say, if you're running, if you're doing a video with 1080p, you're using four megs every second that it's active. That's what it needs. It needs four megs. Okay, that's interesting information. I have a question. Okay. This is Jim. Go ahead, Jim. I, I, I have kind of the same kind of question she's talking about. Uh, it, it used to appear on the screen for me, uh, or, or swiping, it would say internet connection. And I would do that, and I knew I was on the internet. And now it says uh, cellular or Wi-Fi in the same question and uh, and then swipe again it'll say dial in well obviously i don't want to dial in so when i hit the cellular and wi-fi uh, what am i getting cellular or wi-fi okay am i making sense i think so this is Shri. go ahead Shri. I would say if you're connected to Wi-Fi on your device, yeah, I am. It should be um, Wi-Fi feeding off the Wi-Fi. Okay. Okay. Unless you, you know, you you're in a in a in a signal area where your Wi-Fi is going up and down, then it may be switching. But it, it, no. it basically follows what your phone is set at. This, this is Brad. I'm thinking his question since it says. Cellular or Wi-Fi, and then the other choice was was uh, dial-in. Dial-in. Yeah. That's making your. Do you are you doing this through a phone call or yes. a data connection? And data can either be over cellular or over Wi-Fi. This is Keith. Go ahead, Keith. I just refreshed my memory a little bit. It is a setting. The setting does say cellular or Wi-Fi and cellular. 
and uh, basically that automatic uh, setting I was speaking of, uh, it's uh, it's just one option, the Wi-Fi and cellular. cellular. So uh, in my mind, whatever your phone is set to, if your phone is, the Wi-Fi is on, it's going to automatically connect to your Wi-Fi. If your Wi-Fi is off or you're not in the Wi-Fi and you have cellular on, it's going to go to your cellular. Cellular. Say that three times. Thank you. So it's it's what basic it's basically whatever your phone is settings are set at, it will that's what it will use. Okay. What I'm saying is the command changed uh in the zoom app. Oh yeah, they they changed the appearance of this every update and the the they just sounds to me like they just changed the language. Yeah, it used to say it used to say internet connection. And right. or dial in or dial in. Well, right. I always hit the internet connection. That way, I knew I was using Wi-Fi. Yeah. This but is now. Shri. Go ahead. Go ahead, Shri. I'm I'm thinking whether now Zoom is trying to figure out what's a better signal, if it's Wi-Fi or cellular, and it's figuring out if the Wi-Fi is weak, uh-huh. it might switch to cellular. I'm, I'm thinking that's probably why they gave us that option. Well, this is Brad. This it sounds to me like it's not it's not asking him to choose. Say it's it's asking him the old question was internet or dial in. Right. And it's the right. same thing. It's cellular or Wi-Fi is internet and or dial in. So I think that's what the question is. Is how do you want to make this call? A phone call or over the internet? And I think I'm just being clear to some people. Go Alisa? ahead, Keith. That's exactly right. I think they just added cellular to that option just to make it clear that if you are not in Wi-Fi, that that is a choice that it will uh, use either or, uh, or you can dial in, you know, awesome. so there's two options. All right. Let's see. I think Elisa had something. Lisa, do you have follow up on this or is this a new question? <laughs> All right. I well, see thanks. that. I seen this. This is Elisa. Sorry, ahead, I seen that 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 same um thing that Jim is talking about, and I just choose Wi-Fi. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, Jim. Hopefully, we've answered that for you. Uh, I'm sorry. This is Jim again. Okay. The, the it's one question. The question says cellular or Wi-Fi. Okay. If I double tap there, it's going to send me wherever that is. It's going to send you wherever the settings on your phone are set up to go. But the other setting, other thing is dial in. Yeah. Basically, it's asking you, like we said, do you want to do connect to Zoom over a phone call or over data, internet data? And then you can connect to the internet either through cellular signal or Wi-Fi. And your phone settings are going to determine that. This oh, is Keith. Within Go the ahead, phone. Keith. So it's in the phone. So right, correct. So in your Zoom app, that it's giving you the option between the cellular or the data uh, usage, like uh, Brad was saying, or a call in. It's just giving you those options. Whichever one you choose, if you choose the Wi-Fi and cellular, it's going to go to whatever your phone settings are set at. 
if you have Wi-Fi on, it's going to go automatically to your Wi-Fi. If you have your Wi-Fi okay. and cellular on uh, uh, in your phone settings, if you are not in the Wi-Fi or you have a bad Wi-Fi signal, it's going to go over mm -hmm. to cellular. If okay. you do not have Wi-Fi on, it's going to automatically go to cellular. Uh, but it's just asking you, how do mm -hmm. you want to make this Zoom call? And then it will rely on your phone set at that point. Okay. Thank you so much. I All appreciate right. it. All right. We've got, we got that cleared up. Awesome. Sort of. Let's see. Sort of. Well. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Nikki Where has a question. Okay. Hang on. Where? Okay. Nikki, go ahead. Um, I, I have tried doing this and it really hasn't worked. So it's probably a simple yes or no answer. But um, when I go onto a Zoom program and I want to bring somebody with me who is only on the telephone and I call that person and then I go into Zoom, it doesn't seem to work. I wondered if there's something I could do to make it work or is it just not possible? This is Anybody want to take this one? Oh, this is Suva. Go ahead, Suba. I've been working a lot with Zoom recently. Now, your question is, just to repeat, you are trying to bring somebody along on a Zoom conference call with you? Right, but on a landline. She's on a landline, and I'm going on in Zoom. So if we both go on, if I go on the computer, or if I go on my phone, and she's on a landline connected my, to my phone with a conference call, when, we, when I go into Zoom, um, she's not heard. They're not able to hear her. But if we both go in on the phone, then they can hear her. Hmm. This is brilliant. Well, go ahead. Well, the reason is, just like in the last, the last question, how you connect to Zoom. When you open the Zoom app, it's really not designed for a three-way. Okay. You can, you can have someone on a telephone call, and then you can do like a conference call where you call a phone number and connect to zoom that way where you've made a phone number and right. then you type in a meeting ID and a passcode if necessary. Right. And then once you've connected, you then do whatever you do on your phone to get the person who's been on hold onto this call with you. And now you have a three-way call. However, right. you cannot do that if you're using the zoom app and you're connecting through an inner internet connection. Okay, okay. That's what I thought. Cause I've tried and yeah, <clears throat> I thought it, I would ask the expert expert. Yeah. You can't do it with the zoom app. You can do it with a phone call, just like Thank any other three way phone call. This is Keith. This is Jody. Go ahead, Keith. And just be aware that at that point, if you have somebody piggyback, you will be the only one that has the mute power in zoom. So if you're unmuted and they're unmuted, you know, of course, they're unmuted. If you're muted, it doesn't matter if they're muted or not. They will not be un able to unmute themselves on Zoom. So they're at your mercy as far as that goes. Absolutely. Actually, though, you know what? I've discovered, I've discovered when I do it that way, that, for example, if just say we're not on Zoom, we're both on the telephone and we're going into uh, like a well-connected, which is a, a, an organization that does everything on the phone. If the facilitator is on the phone and I mute myself, the person connected with me is not muted. 
three-way call. That's with, and, that, yeah, that's with three with three different phones. Right, that's a three-way so call. So I discovered that by accident one time. <laughs> yeah. I believe, and is your well-connected using Zoom or another service? Well, oh, they're using Agora, which is Yeah, terrible. so that has nothing to do with your, because your question was about Zoom. So, so right, separate. yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's separate. And, sure. and this is not on Zoom. This is when a facilitator is also on the telephone. Okay. Yeah, thank right. you so much. All right. Well, I'm glad we were able to help. That's not really iOS, but hey, we're glad. Well, we I have, have an iPhone. I'm, I'm using an iPhone. That's so true. <laughs> Go ahead, Jody. No, I was just going to say the same thing Brad said. Yeah. When, you, when you're doing a three-way, you can't... Uh, you can't mute, you know, the, the other person is uh, can't mute and unmute and all that. Right. Yeah. Thank you all. All right. We've got a couple more minutes. Anybody got a quick question? We got it. This is Keith. Go ahead, Keith. I have a quick question. I'm just wondering if anybody's having trouble with voiceover. I'm having trouble with voiceover ducking and my auto audio ducking is not on it is off but it seems like when i get uh emails in or even text sounds or anything like that my voiceover warbles and kind of ducks i experienced the same thing and have experienced it for a while dan yeah i'm experienced experiencing the same thing also okay there's somebody else alisa alisa go ahead yeah i noticed that too with facebook i think all right oh man i thought it was an excuse to buy a new phone no sorry oh well i'll wait for the update (laughs) right i'll wait for the update okay now that was quick what do we got maybe we got two minutes to the halfway point. Okay, Kathy, go ahead. I have a silly, you know, my um phone says unmute audio. It says unmute audio. And I went through character by character and there is a G after that audio. Is there any way, is that just a thing that I have to live with for the rest of my life or is it? Is this when you're on Zoom? Hmm. Yeah. It's just like got a G after audio, and it's this is Keith. Bugs me. Go ahead, Keith. You can try the two finger tap and hold, and that allows you to relabel that button. You can uh, go to the text oh, field wow. and try to delete that uh, last character and see if that holds. It may oh, hold, never... it may not, but it's yeah. worth a try. I've never this done is... that before. That's too scary. This is Shree. Oh, this is Shree. I, I was no. going to say, um, if have you tried to uninstall and reinstall? Because I would assume if that was the case, then we would have all gotten it. And I'm just thinking, um, I, I do agree with doing the two finger double tap and hold, but I haven't heard it. So I'm wondering whether it needs to be, if you uninstall and reinstall it, it may go away also. This is Scott. Neither ahead, have I. Scott. So we, I. I just see it as regular, as just audio, like it normally, like it should be. Yeah. No G or anything at the end. And this is, this is Keith. 
Go ahead, Keith. I was just going to say, just make sure you're up to date with your app and then go through all those others. And if no one else is seeing it, I would think like everybody else is saying it's, mm. it's something with, with your app specifically. Mm. This is Brad. I'll tell you about double tap and hold and renaming a button. Uh, that works great until the app updates itself. And then whatever you did is gone. <laughs> And Zoom updates itself all the time. Uh, so anyway, if I wait, it'll I, just go away. Uh, it'll, it'll, well, when it updates, it'll go away. Oh, Keith. Well, Keith, hang on. I, th I think we are at the halfway point. Yes, if, we are. Thank you, Brad. So, thank you, Sandia. Okay, here we go. Real quick, we're going to give everybody a chance to say hello. If you uh, didn't get to say hello the first time, please say who you are and where hey, you're from. Hey, Sandia, it's your iBug villain from Baytown. Hey How's it Shelby. going? Welcome. Shelby, right. yep. Who else do you got? Glad to have you. Anybody else? Want to say hi? Jody Suva from New Hampshire. Jody and who? Suva from Dallas. Hey, Suva, welcome. Glad to have you. Sandia, you sound far away. An echoey. It's across closer. the room. I thought I'm that close to it. You sound like you're down the hall. No. Close. Close okay. down the hall, though. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, Nikki's here from San Francisco. I've been asking questions, but I didn't say who I was from. I mean, where I was from. Oh, oh we, we knew. Who you are. <laughs> we right. know who you are. All right. Anybody else? Can you hear me now? Hopefully. Uh, yeah, we hear Freddie you. Freddie from Galveston County. Kind of far away. Okay. Freddie. Welcome, Freddie. Imelda from Allen, Texas. All right. Oh. Welcome. 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 Anybody else? Arlene from North Carolina. Hey, Arlene. Welcome back. Anybody else want to say hi? Okay. Well, all right, I hope y'all. Okay, so uh, just real quick, I know we said this is a busy week for us. So tomorrow, Clubhouse, five o'clock Central Time, or Wednesday, we have Android Insight, all things Android, eight, seven o'clock Central Time on Zoom. And Thursday, we have Trekkie Talk, eight o'clock, talking about Discovery Season One, episodes 13 through 15. Friday, I bug out at the virtual movies. And then we have the weekend off. So, and then uh, if you missed our iBug uh, Cafe uh, yesterday, where we talked all about tracking devices like the air tags and the tiles, our, um, the recording is available on our website as well uh, as on YouTube. The best way to get all the information about everything that coming is coming up is on the website iBugToday.org, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org. Now, 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 here we are. We want to know what is going to be happening on Friday evening, iBug Night at the Virtual Movies, and with the wonderful, inscrutable clues, we have, hopefully, the iBug Guy. iBug Guy, are you there? I'm here. Oh, boy. All right, all right. Yes, we have iBug Night at the Virtual Movies at 8 p.m. on Friday. Join us 7.30 <laughs> p.m. for the pre-movie social and stick around afterwards for a great time. All right. Now, we are going to provide clues to what our movie is, like we always do. And just like on the regular call, 
Don't just shout out answers to the title of the movie. Please say your name, wait to be recognized by me, and then we will give you a chance. So let's get started with Michael's Movie Murder Show. <laughs> All right, clue number one. The lead character's performance is curiously moving, considering that by definition, it has no emotional arc. The lead character's performance is curiously moving, considering that by definition, it has no emotional arc. Keith. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Sorry. Try again. Okay, Shelby. Phenomenon by John Travolta. Oh, Phenomenon. Yeah, that's a great movie, but that's not what we're watching this week. This is Shree. All right, Shree. Is it The Roper? The Roper. Never heard of it, but it sounds like a good movie. All right, moving on. Clue number two. The viewer, that's you, will be as confused as the lead character before the film is over, or even sooner. You will be as confused as the lead character before the film is over. All right, Stephen. Dazed and confused. (laughs) Dazed and confused. Not to be confused with days of our lives. That's not what we're watching either. Sorry. Good guess, though. Yeah. Kathy. Kathy. Um, It's a beautiful mind. Oh, yes. It's a beautiful mind. Yeah, it's a great movie. We saw that several months ago. Oh, yes. All right, Herbie. I'm just going to take a wild stab at this, but I'm thinking it's a movie about the clues to the particular movie we're watching because that's confusing already. All right. No. Was that a? I didn't get the title. What was the title? I guess it's called Eyebug Clues. That's the name of the movie we're going to be watching, right? Uh, Okay. Close, Brad. Go, Brad. About Gaslight. Gaslight. No, but that's what you've been doing all night long. All right. Next. Oh, Marty's going to take one more guess and then we'll move on to clue three. I haven't taken one yet. Okay. All right. You get to take your first guess. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Which one? Uh, Second. Oh, that was so close, but that's not it either. What's <laughs> it? All right, moving on. Clue number three. That's all. We're only at clue number three. The lead character. He, okay, I'm going to give it away. He has witnessed the violent death of his wife, and he's determined to avenge it. This is mad. I heard Shree, then Ned. Bad Max? Bad, what? Mad Max. Mad Max, okay, Mad Max. Yeah, that's close, but that's not it either. Dead. All right, Ned. The Fugitive? 
The Fugitive, that's what I would have guessed, but that's not what we're watching. This is Jim. All right, Jim. All right, I'm going to say without remorse. Without remorse? What are you going to say without remorse? (laughs) The name of the movie. Oh, I'm going to be happy when I say it. Okay, without remorse. Uh, I've never seen that one either. Okay, that's not it's a good movie. But read, read the book. The book's better. Okay. That's not what we're watching. Any other question? All right, we're moving yeah. on. Jody. Jody, go ahead. Law-abiding citizen. Law-abiding citizen is not correct either. All right, next clue, fourth clue. He uses a Polaroid camera to help him piece together the facts. This is a tree. Tree. Is it focus? Focus is almost not correct. (laughs) Focus. Okay. Oh, I heard Linda come in just in time. All right. Our fifth and final clue. Looks like I might get to stump you guys this week. The, the story begins at the end and works its way backwards toward the beginning. Nikki. Nikki. Benjamin Button. Benjamin Button. That was very similar, but no, that's not what we're watching either. Dana. Sounds like Seinfeld episode. <laughs> Sounds like what? Seinfeld. A sign, a oh, sign Seinfeld. Episode. <laughs> I think yeah, else is it to does, guess. doesn't it? Freddy. Freddy, go ahead. The wall. The wall. No, sir. Sorry. Okay. That was Sarah. a great guess. <laughs> All right. Anybody, anybody else? Yeah. I hear somebody. Billy. Billy, go ahead. Um, I think we need to ban Michael from making up the clues over. <laughs> This is Ned. These are great clues. Is this an Alfred Hitchcock movie? No, okay. it's not Alfred Hitchcock. Okay, just spare us. It could be, though. This, all right, we're going to give it away. I mean, we're going to say the answer since nobody could get it. All right, the movie we're watching this week is Memento. Big what? drum roll. Lots of applause. It was on the s- tip of my tongue. I don't have <laughs> my sound so effects what? ready. Like those, those little mitts. What's the name of the show? Oh, oh, Memento. Who Memento. stars in that? We have no Ga- idea. Guy Pierce. Uh, <laughs> the girl from The Matrix. Oh, Carrie Moss. Carrie Ma- Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah. Okay. Name a few. All right. Well, we didn't have a winner, so we get to keep the prize till next week, Johnny. I know. Too bad. Somebody lost out on a pretty good prize. But Memento will totally confuse you. If anybody understands this movie, then you're a better person than me. Okay. All right. Well, that was beautiful, Mr. McCulloch. Stump the crowd once. I think this is my second time. This is Herbie. Maybe the third time. All right. I think it's time for, would you like to say goodnight, Mr. McCulloch? Goodnight, Mr. McCulloch. All right. Thank you. All right. We are back to our regular scheduled program, regularly scheduled program. 
All right, so we had, we are going to give everybody a chance, people who didn't have a chance the first time around, this is your time to ask a question. New people, old people, whoever wants to ask a question. Lots of people on the call today, so this is for you. Do you have a question? This is, the, this is Freddie. Freddie, let's go for it. What you got? Can, can I make a comment? Sure. I didn't get to make a comment last time. Um, I wanted to say that um, I, um, let's see, I had a, a um, problem with my phone. Um, let's see. Um, uh, oh, the ba the battery, the battery um, was running down fast. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Okay. And. It, um, I just wanted to find if, if anyone else was having that same problem. Okay, so you're it's still going on. Yes. Okay, so is anybody having issues with their battery? What kind of phone do you have, or how old is your phone? It's a S. It's a SE. Okay, SE. The SE, the original SE, I guess, right? I think, I think it's from this year. Oh, 20. I see 2020. Okay. All right. Does anybody have any suggestions for Freddie and his SE 2020? Uh, this is Shree. Shree, go ahead. All right. I didn't, I didn't quite understand the question. I think he's wondering if there are issues with the phone in particular with the battery life. I think that may be it. Or is he's noticing that it's running down very quickly? Yes. So what could be the cause? Is it just the battery of that phone or is there something else that we need to be looking at? This is at? Eva. Okay. Uh, is Sri, did you want to answer that? Or no. Okay, oh. go for it. Go for I'm, I'm thinking. Um, okay, one thing, thinking. okay, go ahead. Mm -hmm. One thing you can look at is your uh, brightness settings and see if you have it all the way. I keep mine on zero since I can't see it all. And that helps my, my um, battery life. And I turn off Bluetooth when I'm not using it. All right. Dang it. Dana. Dana, what you got? Another thing you can do is uh, turn on low, low power mode. Um, that'll save your battery some too. Okay, thank you. This is Roy. Roy. Dad. Hang on, Dad. Roy. You can, you can go general to background and refresh and see what's running in the background and turn some of that stuff off, and that'll help with your battery. Okay, this is Keith. Roy, hang on. Dan, what you got, Dan? Uh, I'm, I'm wondering, uh, it sounds to me like maybe there might be a problem with the battery itself. Maybe he could go into settings and check on the, the, uh, the capacity of the, of the battery. It, it'll show in the battery settings, you know, when he first comes on, what the actual uh, capacity of the battery is when he starts. Because uh, I'm wondering if maybe the, the battery itself is not really uh, good it should be good but uh, if it's a it sounds like it's a brand new se uh so i'm just wondering about the actual battery itself the capacity okay. of the battery great suggestion there dan this All is right. yes keith, yes keith and then straight yeah i was just going to suggest if you go to uh settings and then go down to battery you can go through uh, the list there will show you item by item what is using the battery and by what percent and see if you can uh, kind of troubleshoot it from there. And I was going to ask, is this a recent 
uh, happening or did, has it happened since we've updated to iOS 14? Because I've noticed. Yeah, uh, my, I've, I've noticed it. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, no, no, go ahead. Um, so I've noticed it since we've updated uh, uh, 14.6. Okay. Yeah, I, I was going to say my iPhone 8 seems like the battery has uh, been draining a lot faster since we've been in the, the 14 update. So that that's possibly uh, something that could be as well. But I would definitely go to battery settings and check that list and see if there's something else that is just pulling your battery down. That's obvious. Okay, thank you. This is Jody. Okay, uh, three first, I think. Um, yeah, the question that I was going to ask you, are you using an Apple charger or are you using a third-party charger? Um, I think I may be using a third-party charger. Um, I, would, I would try replacing with an, with an Apple certified charger because some chargers can cause battery problems. And I would check that. Okay. All right. Thank you. And Jody? Yeah, I've got a, an SE2020 and I'm not having any battery issues at all. I'm not using an Apple uh, certified. It, it might be a, you know, I, usually when I buy them, I make sure that they're, they're not from Apple, but it, that it's an Apple compatible one. But I go into my app switcher all the time and, you know, turn off apps I'm not using. And also you might want to check and make sure you have a GPS app running all the time. You could go into location services and make sure that you don't have an app that's, that's using uh, your GPS. All right, great suggestions there, Fred. Uh, I, I was just gonna say the good thing about Apple, if it's a cable that's not Apple certified, it will usually uh, give you alert that this this cable is not, or this device is not uh, compatible or something like that. And it will not let you, it will not connect to that cable. So even if you have a short in a cable that is an Apple cable or certified, it will give you the same message. So it kind of keeps you from uh, destroying the battery, but you never know. It can, some of them can slip through, I guess. This is right. Yes, sir. Go ahead. I was going to say, you also need to be careful about the, the brick, too. Um, not the cable and the brick. So that's my suggestion. All okay, right. this is Jim. Go ahead, Jim. Okay, I was going to say that I did see reports earlier, and I didn't have a chance to look through them, but uh, people were having battery drain issues with this latest update. And I hadn't heard any resolution about them one way or the other, but you may be one of those few unfortunates that uh, are running across this. Okay. Thanks for sharing that insight. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Freddie, we hope that this will help some of those uh, measures. Okay. So try it out and then you can let us know next week if it helped. All right. Okay. Thank All you. Right. Thank you, Freddie. All right, great question. Okay, who do we have next? Somebody new that hasn't had a turn? Anybody new? Somebody? Maybe Dad posed a question. Let's see. This is Shree. Yes, sir. 
I have a question about deleting. Um, I've noticed that when I written something, especially in iMessages, and I hit the delete button, it stops instead of continuous deleting the characters. And I wanted to see if anyone else was having this issue. So can you clarify? I mean, you, somebody has yeah. mentioned so this before. So yeah, how do you do this? Like, what are you trying to do? So basically, I'm trying to delete the whole message. And if I've asked this, then I No, 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 please do. Because I, I never understood how you were doing that. I've always kind of wondered. So, so let's say I've written a I message to you, Sonia. Okay. And I just uh -huh. went to the end. I did a double tap with the insertion point at the end. Uh -huh. And I just want to delete the whole message. Okay. And I double tap and hold the delete button. And it just double starts... Okay. Uh -huh. It'll start deleting one character, and if you keep if if you keep holding it, then it'll start speeding up and start deleting more and more faster and faster. And is it so, saying is voiceover saying like oh you know all the letters that are getting deleted? Yeah, yeah. It go? I mean, it's, it's going so fast, it's just going blah 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 blah, ah, and then it stops. Okay. okay. And then I have to press, I have to double tap and hold again, uh -huh. and it continues, but it then stops. But it doesn't happen all the time; it's randomly occurring. Okay. So normally it should just go all the way continuously to the beginning. That's correct. Okay, and it's not happening. Okay, well, I have to try this. I've heard you talk about it, but I've never done it. Okay, anybody else having this issue that Sri is having? This is Brad. Brad, go ahead. I am not having the issue, but I'm wondering if you're holding it for a long time, Sri, is it possible that inadvertently you are not continuing to provide full pressure down on the screen? And perhaps you're letting up a little bit and it's causing it to stop? I don't think so because it's randomly stopping. Okay. Because that's all I can think of. I use this feature frequently and always have. And I'm not experiencing any new issues with it. This is Kathy. Jim. Okay. Kathy, Keith, and Jim. Kathy? I have this problem, but it seems like delete is always a hard key for me to hit. You know, I'm usually typing in a bunch of M's or L's. But um, okay. so I, That's I think for, for me, it's just general difficulty, but I know what you mean. I try, my goal is to tap it twice and to have it go all the way back to the beginning, but it, it doesn't, it seems like it's sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Not this trick, but me. Okay. Uh, oh my goodness. Keith, is that you? I was just going to say there's a setting and I'm going to have to find it for repeating characters that, uh, if you hold down the space bar or the backspace, it will keep uh, deleting until you uh, pull your finger off of it. But I'm wondering uh, if it's turned off or even if it is turned on, if you turn it on and off and just toggle it and try to reset it. But it is a, it's not in regular keyboard, so I'm going to have to go find it. It might be in, in uh, accessibility, but I will go find it real quick. Oh. Okay, thank you, Keith. And was that Jim? Yes. Yes, sir. Go ahead. I was going to say sometimes what can happen though when you're when you're doing an extended hold like that, which is really what you're doing. You know, it's like a double tap and hold almost, but you're holding for a lot longer. Sometimes, you know, just the tension of keeping your finger there because that's that, I I ran into the issue, and that's what I thought it was. You know, it's if you've got a lengthy message and you're you know just trying to get rid of the whole thing. Sometimes your finger does slip. I remember you're holding on glass and you're holding on to your phone and, you know, sometimes inadvertently your finger's going to move. Okay. So, yeah, it's kind of what Brad was alluding to, but okay. Yeah. Keith? This is Keith. Yes. Uh, in uh, accessibility settings, if you go down the keyboard, 
there is a toggle for key repeat and just make sure that's turned on if you want to hold down the backspace and until you're done or turn it off and you can just go character by character or in this case if it's turned on just I like I said I would just toggle it on and off and just see if it corrects itself okay wow pretty cool I want to go try that out after this call so thank you Sri yeah Susan okay, okay. yes go ahead yes <clears throat> excuse me I'm um have a pdf book i just downloaded it. it's on both devices ipad iphone but i want to use my ipad uh and i have the acubat or however you pronounce it it's free uh but i'm wanting to swipe from line to line instead of having the speech keep on reading because there's things i need to concentrate on and stop and ponder it and, and swipe again, listen to more. And then when I get to a spot where I want to stop at, I would like to highlight it, say like in yellow or whatever, to save that spot. And also even to um, copy and paste uh, well, or print that page. So what app are my, you using or what, where are you, how are you reading this uh, PDF? Uh, well, on my iPad, I, I swipe with my, what is it, two fingers, right, whatever. Right. But you have a PDF and you've, what, downloaded it onto your iPad? Or? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, does uh, anybody have any so help for I, Susan? She so I don't know read. if I need to buy, the, the, okay. buy, buy the Acubat uh, in particular instead of the free one because I know the ones you buy has okay, more. Okay, well, I think we got, Jim's got to help for you. Go ahead, Jim. Okay. Okay. Susan, are you using a particular app to read this uh, PDF document? Because usually that's what you need to do. And for best results, I would suggest you need um, an OCR that will do a conversion if you want to manipulate that test. Like, for example, if you have the app Voice Dream Reader, which, by the way, won the Apple Award this year, so congratulations to uh, Winston Chen. Um, but that's what I would recommend you use because that will allow you to go in and start and stop reading that document, uh, highlight, highlight it if you want. I don't know whether it will allow you to copy out of it. I'm not sure about that, but... Uh, you know, you can put different bookmarks in the, into the document. Oh, wow. Wonderful suggestions this there, Jim. Okay, hold on. Uh, Does anybody else have any other suggestions for Susan? This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. I think the app she's talking about, she's using Acrobat. Yes. Yes. Acrobat. And yes. I know that Acrobat has some features where you can highlight a particular portion Um but I don't really use it myself. I use kind of like what we've talked about with other others suggested, but I just know she's talking about Acrobat. Acrobat. And is voiceover or is voiceover reading it to you, Susan? Or, yes. Yes, okay. it is. It, it just keeps on okay. reading. Uh, but I, um, well, but I have voice dream reader scan. Uh, oh. Okay. Whatever it's called. Well, hold but on. So I, the, the proper I, spelling of this app is voice, V-O-I-C-E, 
Dream, D-R-E-A-M, Reader, R-E-A-D-E-R. So that's the app that, you know, people on this call, we would recommend for you to try to do the things that you want to do. Okay. But so what do you do? Hold the phone over the iPad and let it... You'd have to, you'd have to import the file into Voice Dream Reader and then, you know, there's various commands that you'd have uh, she's to thinking about. She's thinking about Voice Dream Scanner. Yeah, it's not oh, Voice yeah. Dream Scanner. Yeah. This yeah, is true. I, ahead, yeah, I just don't want to. Uh, it sounds like you already have the PDF on your device because you said it's a PDF file. So you can just import that PDF to the voice stream reader. Yeah, I just like to do it without all that stuff. I just thought y'all may know a, and I'm, I'm not pronouncing it again right, a, right. A, Acubat, whatever. Acrobat. Uh, okay. Uh, that that y'all can that I can buy that has the different features. Will it okay, work hold, on? Hold, hold on, I think Brad's devices. trying to answer your help you out here. Brad, go ahead. My experience with with Acrobat, uh, and of course I've always used Acrobat Reader on my iPhone. Voiceover works with it, but it isn't designed for screen reader usage, and and it's okay, but. The app we're trying to tell you about Voice Dream Reader is designed. Actually, when Winston Chen wrote the app, he didn't write it for blind people and screen readers, but he wrote it in such a way that it worked so perfectly with screen reader technology on the iOS that it was just adapted by, adopted by, I should say, blinded vision impaired people. And once he learned about this use, he didn't write it with that in mind. Mm -hmm. But once he found out how blind people were using it, everything he has done with this app has just increased its accessibility with voiceover. Okay. And I, I think if you don't have it, it's worth buying. It's, it's one of the best apps I've ever purchased. You can okay. run it on your iPad as well as an iPhone. Okay. And you can buy it once and I believe use it on both devices. Okay. Uh, uh, how do I, what, import or export? Which well, I believe you can go to a file and you should have an option to open it. In, I mean, do I have to open, transfer it over to the voice stream reader? No, you've already, mean, well, there's a couple of ways you can uh, do it. This is Jim. Okay. Uh, this, hold on. Okay. Go ahead, Jim. Okay, what, what you can do when you're, uh, I don't know about Acrobat, but I'm guessing it, it works this way. Down in the corner of the app, there should be um, a setting that says share. And you'll double tap on that while you're in the document. And then you'll, um, a bunch of things will come up, you know, like message, different contacts. And maybe something said more, tap on that for example, and then one of the options might be imported into Voice Dream Reader. Okay, right. yeah, the book. And it's the just as book. easy, just as easy, yeah. And okay. believe me, it, it will recognize that. You'll be able to read it so much easier. I can't emphasize that enough. Okay, it, I just hope I can go line by line and have You can, you can, you can. Super, okay, I'll get it after this is over. Thank you, everybody, appreciate hey, it. Thank you. thank you, okay, who's next? We have a new question from somebody? Uh, well, I just did Jody with a comment. Okay. 
I just, you know, I, I wanted to recommend to Sue that if you have the option, uh, buy the whole Voice Dream suite. You have Voice Dream Scanner, Voice Dream Reader, and Voice Dream Writer, and they're all excellent, and they're worth every penny. All right. Thank you, Jody. All right. Next, who has a new question? Somebody new that hasn't had a turn? Anybody? New questions? New problems? Jody with a question? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I just noticed this today. Uh, I went to a website and I wanted to share it with someone. So I went to share an email and, uh, and I dictated um, my, you know, comments at the top. And uh, when I, when I did the two finger double tap to stop dictate voiceover turned off for a short period of time. And I just noticed this today and I'm not sure, if, you know, whether it was because I was in a uh, a website that I was sharing or whether it was an email thing, but has anybody noticed voiceover turn off when you're temporarily, when you're uh, doing emails? Okay. Anybody having that issue? All kinds of weird stuff happening today, huh? Voiceover. Stopping when, so you were sending, you were in the website, sending it as an email and then it stopped. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was, I was sharing it and yeah. I, and I was, so I brought up an email and I was, uh, you know, dictating a, a comment in the beginning of sending the, the, the link. And uh, when I stopped dictating voiceover cut out for a short period of time. Steven. I noticed Grace. that in emails too. Okay. Steven. Yeah. I, I haven't so much noticed in an email, but a voiceover has been, a bit cranky with certain things lately, I think, especially with this particular update. Usually what works for me is I just turn voiceover off and then turn it back on, and it will usually okay. come back to where it's supposed to be. Right. I'll lock the screen and then unlock it again. Oh, sorry, Stephen, were you finished? Well, no, I was just like, no, just actually turn off. Like, what, what uh, phone do you have, Jody? Uh, SE2020. Okay, so you don't have the home button, right? Yes, so, I do. Oh, you do. So if you do the, the quick push of the home button three times to turn off voiceover. Yeah. And then and then do the three uh, do it three times again to turn it back on. Okay. It should clear up your problem. Okay, thank right. you. Thank you, Steven. Three, what you got? Uh, I was just gonna kinda agree with um, with Steven. I, I think at this point I've I've stopped trying to figure out why voiceover is not working and I just go and try and reset. Uh, like what Steven said, just re you know, reboot the phone because there's just so many different issues that's causing voiceover to stop that I I've lost track now. Yeah, this is Steven. Yeah, I'll, I'll lock the screen and then unlock it and it usually comes back. Well, yeah, I guess you can do that too. Mm. Not too. Mm. This is um, Roy. All right, Roy. Judy or Jody, real quick, when you're doing the dictation, are you doing the two finger double tap or actually activating the dictate button? I use a two-finger double tap. Try using the dictate button. It seems to be more reliable, you know, if you do the single-finger okay. double tap on the button by the space bar. Yes. <clears throat> okay, thank you, Roy. This is Steven. Steven. Yeah, I would agree with that. I never use that two-finger. I, I, I seem to have more problems with it doing that. Yeah, the, the dictate button okay. next to the space bar is much more reliable. I agree. Steven, you want to explain that, the distinction between those two? If you, let's say you're in a, let's say you're doing an email 
Right, Jody. So if if you're yeah. in email, well, I understand. Email, I understand what you mean. Yeah, but yeah for for everybody. for everybody, just to right. you know show the difference. Okay. Yeah. If you're in any kind of a text field, whether it's a, a text message, an email, where you're in a text field, um, you can do a two finger double tap, and it will automatically do the little beep beep for the dictation. However, I just <laughs> it it does tend to cause problems with uh, voiceover. And it's not quite as reliable. So I would use the actual dictate button that, as Roy pointed out, next to the space bar. If you double tap that, it will do the same thing. But it doesn't seem to get bogged down or have as many problems as if you do the two-finger double tap. And the two-finger double tap is anywhere on the screen as opposed to a single-finger double tap on the dictation button, correct? That is correct. All right. So, yeah, that, that mm. yeah, very good. This Thank is great. You. Go ahead, three. I was going to say, there's also on the newer phones, the dictation is actually on the bottom right. The older phones have it next to the space bar. Okay. Thanks for that oh. clarification. Okay. And I wish my phone made all those cool sounds like Steven's phone did. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I know. He's so cool. All right. Steven's okay. He's cooler than the rest of us. He's so cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who's Nikki next? Nikki has a question. Nikki has a question. Go ahead. Okay. I was trying to send an email today from Accessible World, from my phone to one of the CCB members in okay. Bayview chapter, which is in across the Bay in San Francisco. Okay. And I've sent her emails before, but what happened was um, I got a message saying that um, cannot send mail, the connection to the outgoing server, Apple SMPT, da, 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 mail Yahoo failed. Now her email address is a Yahoo email address. So I did it again, it didn't work. So there were other people on the line. So um, I had already sent the same email to them. And so um, one of them was gonna send it to her and they didn't have any problem with their phone. So I'm wondering why is it that my phone won't let me send something to a Yahoo address when I'm AT&T, but I'm still, it's still, my account is the Yahoo account. So do you guys have any ideas? Brad. Brad. It doesn't like you, Nikki. Yeah. I know. No, I know. No, I don't know. I I have. Uh, I know you <laughs> have ATT. This, this is uh, Yahoo, and so and so do I. And it just does that sometimes. Uh, it's just oh, okay. bugs. I don't know what you want to call it. Ghosts in the machine, whatever. Um, I would just try it again. It, it's just something yeah, funny with your server. I mean, are you at home? Are you on your Wi-Fi? It, it's just something in the connection. I've seen that off and on for years and it just does it there's no okay but i don't have to go and change anything at the moment no no there's nothing a lot of times okay. i get a, a thing that's popping up telling me i need to type in my password or so i just ignore it and close the app open it again and it goes away oh which and reminds I, me i also got a note from at&t the other day saying that i had to i had to click on the link because there was a problem with my account yeah, and I, I don't click know if on you any guys, of those links. Right. But one way that people can be sure that it's a scam, aside from that, you know, they don't do that. They phone you. But if you look at the return address, right. it's, it doesn't say exactly where it came from. It has all these weird things in it. So be real right. careful because there are a lot of scams out there now and they look right. legitimate, but they're not. Be very, very careful because once you click on that link, they've got you. All right. Thank you, Nikki. And I think we had Jim was trying to chime in there. Jim? Yeah, sometimes servers just, you know, 
hiccup or whatever, uh, if you were having a constant problem sending and and receiving emails, I'd say, you know, that was an issue with your account or your account settings. But it doesn't Mm -hmm. sound from like from what you're saying that that's the issue. It's it's just that one time deal. Yeah, Um, Yeah, to that one particular person. Yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes shut like you know like brad said shutting it the the app down and bringing it back up again will resolve the issue all right thank you well when you say shut down the app shut down your email app your email you know what what app are you using for mail well i don't have an app i just um i I go in through my email, through yeah. the, the email icon, icon well, and yeah, then I that's pick the, out the email yeah. address I'm using. Right, right. That's the Apple email account, right? Okay, but if that's I shut on your that phone. down, I'm in trouble because then that would eliminate all the email accounts that I have in there. No, right? it won't. No, oh. it won't. You just close it and you restart and then it. Reopen, and then reopen it. How do you close it? I have you, no idea. Okay, you flick, a, um, you that's go into app settings. Yeah, and okay. uh, close close the app down, and and just restart it. This is Brad. This is okay. Okay. Can you walk me through it? Because otherwise, I'll be really okay. Messed Brad, up here. yeah, uh, uh, it you you okay, go to on your phone. You you have got it. No 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 no. On your iPhone SE, right? Yeah. No eight. It's an eight. Okay, fine. Same thing. Double click. Double press the home button two times. You'll open the app switcher. Okay. There's all the apps you got open. And then just, you're not using voiceover. So no. just take one on each app, just take one finger and flick up and it'll close that app. And you probably got a okay. ton of them because I bet you never close any apps. Okay. okay so we'll just close. flick up, just flick up, flick up, flick up, flick up. And, and just one oh, by I see one, what close you mean. them all. Oh, no. I, okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. So and then I'm, go back to I'm the mail app on the, on the home screen. Tap uh-uh. it and it'll reopen. She flipped out. I think she flicked up and got lost. Yeah, she, and she, she, she closed herself out. Way yeah. to go, Brad. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. Okay. And we are going to, yeah, we got to stick to voiceover. Okay. Go ahead, Dana. Actually, she needs to flick up with three fingers after she. Well, she's not using voiceover. She's not using, not using voiceover. voiceover. That's what we got to clarify. Oh, okay. So that's the yeah. problem. We need to really okay. stick to voiceover. Okay. Yeah. All that's right. Okay. Right. Three. I was just going to explain about, you know, why she got that error message that I, I don't want people to think when you're connecting to Yahoo, it's like a straight you and Yahoo directly. You're going through multiple different hops. And one of those hops could have the problem that it says, I can't receive, I can't reach the server. So it could be a multiple things between her and at Yahoo. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank I'm you. back. I think I flipped up the Zoom <laughs> Zoom link yes, and I got it. myself disconnected. <laughs> she did. All right. Yeah. And um, we are going to have to stick to voiceover, Nikki. So we'll come back to this or we will talk to you offline. No problem. Right? Maybe okay. Brad and I can work this yeah. out offline or something. Okay. Perfect. All Thank right. You. Thank you. All right. Who's next? Somebody new with a question? Alisa. Alisa, go ahead. So I noticed that when I'm on Facebook and I'm trying to tag certain members from our group that normally join our groups. It gives me a little checkbox. Has anybody seen that checkbox? Oh, okay. Anybody can help Elisa with tagging on Facebook. 
I know how to do it, but I just find the checkbox really strange. So you're finding the checkbox, but it's just different? Yeah, just... Uh-oh. We lost you, Elisa. Another one. Okay. <laughs> Two and oh. <laughs> that one's not my fault. <laughs> Way to go, Brad. Okay. All right. Well, we'll try to help you out, Elisa, when you come back. Okay. Anybody else? Sorry. Anybody else have a new question? Actually, I have a question if nobody else has a question. You wonder why people are afraid to ask questions. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's the wrong question. You're out of here. Okay. So, you know, when we're on a, um, like a text thread and there's like, I'm on multiple texts relating to iBug and somebody says something brilliant and then everybody else is like, oh, that's awesome. Way to go. You know, they're like acknowledgement or whatever. So then you go back and you look at the message that says four acknowledgements, but you only see the person that was most recent. How come, you know, what if you want to know if the, uh, which four of the eight really liked what you said and everybody else hated it or whatever? How can you tell? Is there a way? This is Brad. Yes, sir. I can't, I don't, I don't know of a way. I know it does say that. For acknowledgements, and sometimes it might say you and Keith, you know, you liked Keith liked, and that's it, you know, but it won't tell you the others. And if, but if you're one of them, it'll mention you and it'll mention the last person. Right. It doesn't seem to mention you're, anything else. Okay. You're talking so you're about on Facebook, right? Okay. Who's this? This is Jim. Sorry. Okay. No, we're talking about on a text thread. On a text I'm thread. Messaging. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. And it says four acknowledgements, but I don't know who on earth those people are. So, okay. So nobody, anybody, any thoughts on that one? did. This is Keith. Okay, Keith, go ahead. I actually went through the same thing this week on our facilitator thread Uh with several people liking it. And it seems like if you do not have speak notifications (laughs) and catch it when it comes through, when it stacks up, I dug right. and dug and dug, and there's just nowhere where you can tap on and see. You can see the latest person that yes. that liked it or whatever, but everybody else, it, it's gone for us, okay. I guess. Very good. Ah. I wonder if there's uh, okay. All right. Well, that's what my question was. I think we have Miss. Uh, any other final thoughts on that? We're going to move back to Elisa. I think you're back. Are you back? No, maybe not. Okay. All right, who has a new question? Elisa. Okay, there you are. Okay, so your question was that it, there was a check mark. It, is, what was the question again, please? Is it different? That's what you were saying? Okay, sorry, because my Wi Fi is acting weird. And I also had a question about the Wi Fi question, but I cannot tell you. Okay. Yes. So I'm noticing it says, say it says Keith Pavato, and this is check mark. Is that new or has that been there? And I haven't noticed it. Okay. Anybody noticing? So when you're tagging people, is that what you mean? It gives you like a little check mark. It says Keith Pavano check mark. Okay. Well, I don't know. Anybody know? And then it has Michael check mark. I'm like, what the heck? Did this change? Because I've never seen this. And I'm okay. Well, Facebook is constantly updating. So no telling. Anybody, any of our Facebook users, anything to chime in about that? Okay. Right yes. off the top of my head. Okay, uh, that's Jim. Okay, no. He yeah. says, okay, so we'll have to check it out, Elisa. You're going to have to do this some more Keith. research. Keith, go ahead. 
it seems if you're creating a new post, those checkboxes do not show up. But if you're sharing a post, they do. And uh, I can double check that and I'll let you know. But I think that's the difference. But it's it seems like it's been around for a while in that okay. configuration. So that was your question. Has it been around for a while? So it apparently has been around there, Lisa. So, all right. We hope that will help you out. Okay. All right. Who's next? Somebody new? The new issue? Think of all these issues throughout the week. And then now I can't remember them, but... Um, oh, what was it? Was it? I just remembered it. <laughs> Any other questions people might be having? Lots of burning. This is Stephen. Out there, Stephen, go ahead. So I've I've been a bit busy lately. I just haven't been keeping up. When is iOS 15 supposed to be released? All right. Anybody have any this thoughts Brad. about that, Brad? Uh, this is Jim. Okay, go ahead, Brad. Hold on. Um, well, they talked about at WWDC, just like everything else, uh, the fall. That's all they say. Most okay. likely September. Yeah, but, that's what know, it usually introduced, is. They just introduced uh, iOS and the other stuff at WWDC, and then it's, you know, in that mystery envelope that says coming in the fall. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Brad. Jim, you want to add anything? Okay, to that? That was good. Not really. No, just that okay. uh, usually it's like the third uh, Tuesday in September. They, they, they have a big presentation and then, uh, you know, probably it'll be out a week later or 10 days later, you know, but order your new iPhones now, you know? <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah. that's the best, you know, just stay yeah. tuned to this channel. Yeah, exactly. Hey. No, I, I know exactly. they usually do the hardware releases in September, and and sometimes the iOS comes right after that. Right. But you know how Apple, yeah. you know, they like to change stuff. So that's what I figured. But I was just, I wasn't sure if it was going to be a little sooner, or they were sticking to the usual plan. Well, great question, Stephen. And who knows? I mean, I know we, I know we will be very busy in September when oh, all yeah. that good stuff comes out. Okay. All right. Who has a new question? This is D. D, go ahead. I just want to know: Is y'all having fun on Clubhouse without me? Oh, it's been a blast. Yes. Okay. Keep <laughs> <laughs> enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's yeah. It won't be the. It, it'll never be the same as long as you're not there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too bad. Sorry. Yeah. Too That's bad. y'all's loss. Too bad. So sad. I'm sorry. This is Alisa. I gotta say, I gotta say, yeah. we need you Thank back. You. We need, we need you to come on Clubhouse, G. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Who has? I think somebody held a question. Dana. Yep. Yep. Yeah. What we talked got? about it. We talked about it, D. Okay. Yes. We on do. No, I have a question though. Yes, sir. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, going back to um, deleting, but I'm using a um, Bluetooth keyboard. I used to be able to hold the delete key down on my Bluetooth keyboard when it's paired to my iPhone. And when I went to the end of the text and when I held the delete key down, it would automatically go back to the beginning of the text or the email, whatever it is. Now I have to tap, 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 tap
the delete key. Is there is any it, way I can fix that? This is okay. Keith. Keith, I think you it sounds to... like maybe in this <laughs> update that that uh, switch got turned off. But if you go into accessibility and go down to keyboard, there is a toggle in there that says repeat key and just make sure that that is turned on and you'll be able to hold down your uh, backspace button and it will go all the way back until you you uh, stop pressing the button. On, uh, on the Bluetooth keyboard. Correct. Yeah, I use the Bluetooth keyboard all the time. And the only trouble with having the repeat key on is if yeah. you're a heavy typer like me, sometimes uh, you will inadvertently repeat keys. And, uh, you know, you, if you press down the J too hard, it might put two or three J's in a row. So that's the only thing you have to be careful yeah. with on the Bluetooth keyboard. Yeah. Okay. Brad, okay, Brad. Just to keep in mind where when you go into accessibility and then keyboards like Keith's talking about, there is a separate section for software keyboard and hardware keyboards. So... Uh, you may have a setting turned on in one area and not in the other. So in case of of the Bluetooth, Dana's Bluetooth keyboard, we want to make sure he goes to the hardware keyboard section to make sure he's got that setting turned on. This oh, is Keith. Okay. All right, Keith? That repeat key should actually be before the uh, the software or the soft, soft keyboard or whatever it's called and the hardware keyboard. Yeah, it's it's definitely one at the top. But yeah, definitely check there and then check uh, the hardware keyboard. Just make sure everything is uh, set the way you like it. But uh, I, I believe that's what it is. It just sounds like it must have gotten turned off in this update. Okay. Wow. Great question, Dana. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, who has a new question? I actually have one more question for you guys. Okay, hearing no new questions. Any new questions? Lisa. Okay, go ahead, Elisa. So really quickly, because I know we got to go soon. <laughs> so we are, we using our Wi-Fi and it keeps on like messing up. Should we call the company or what do y'all recommend us do? This is Jim. Jim. Yeah, I, uh, what, uh, I, do you own your own router or um, do you have it through a cable provider, your cable company? Alisa? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah. We own our, I mean, we, we have it through the company. Okay. So it, it, it belongs to the company and you rent it, right? Yeah. And it's been doing that for it like, may a couple be, of days now. With it the may iPhone, be. With my phone. It may, here, here's here's something to try. Unplug your router for about a minute or two and plug it back in and see if that corrects the problem. If that does not correct the problem, you may need to, you may need to call them and have them reflash it. And mm -hmm. okay, or they may decide. Well, you need a new router if you've had this one for a long time. Okay, very good. I hope that helps. It's very frustrating when this your is router Keith. is not good. Go ahead, Keith. I was just going to say, if you call them, they'll be able to uh, look at your router from their end 
and see if it's everything, the signal and everything is okay to that point. And like Jim said, the best thing to do on your side is just to unplug it and plug it back in and that resets it. And if you do those two things and it's still not working and probably they will tell you as well, it's time to replace the router. Okay, thank you. Hope, hope that helps Elisa. Okay, any other questions? Now what's yours? All right, here's my question. Thank you, Jim. So I was using voice dream, oh, not voice dream, voice memos, voice memos. And, you know, there's a capability to, uh, like you can do a recording and then you hit done. And then I'm assuming that's, you know, that's the final, I kind of discovered this, like uh, there's something called a, I think it's called card controller, I think, right? And so then you go in there and then you can pause it and resume it. It was pretty cool. So, I, I mean, I was experimenting a little bit with this, um, but, but I'm kind of going in circles. But anyway, the other, the, the main question is I tried to rename this file that I was creating and I had a really hard time and I'm not even sure why. I mean, I went into the edit field, typed the name of the new, you know, what I, you know, it's say recording number 42 or whatever. So I renamed it and it, it can, it never seemed to save it. I never found this the save button three. Did you hit return on the keyboard? No. You got to hit return. Oh, why didn't you tell me that like three days ago? Okay, thank you, Sri. Okay, well, there you go. That's my problem. But yeah, if yeah. you don't hit return, it won't save the file name. Oh, it was driving me crazy. I was swiping everywhere and couldn't figure out how to save it. Okay, very this good. Is Brad. Brad. Yeah, like Sri's saying, it probably says, doesn't say um, return. It probably says done. So that's what you're looking I for. Look, there was no done button. I would have hit the done button if I mean if yeah, I was. A lot done. of times they're on the keyboard. It's oh. it's on the keyboard. Yeah, it's on the on keyboard. The keyboard. Okay, I'll have to go try it again. I have multiple fake false starts that I did, so I'll go back and practice. Okay. All right. Well, that's answers that. Thank you. Anybody else? This is Linda. Linda. Is this the um, voice recorder that's on the iPhone? The yeah, voice memo. Uh -huh, voice memos. Uh -huh. um, I actually was in that today and I uh -huh. renamed mine and it kept all of them and I did not hit the done or the return button. So what do you do? You just typed a new name and then it was fine? Yeah, I deleted what was there like new record 19. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. deleted that and uh -huh. just typed in my new name and it, it kept it. <laughs> this is Steven. Well, I heard about Steven. Yeah, and then Tree. Um, yeah, the same thing. Um, if you just save it, and or I mean, if you type what you're going to type to save it, and then go out of the app and you come back in, it'll be there. It should be there. Because yeah, there is no. I've never found a save button. Yeah, um, it just stays in the tech. It's yeah. just, it keeps the name of it is still in the edit field. It's not right. going anywhere. Right. But the next time I go in the app and I'm looking for it, it's there. Oh, so I have to so. close, it, close it out and then it'll get out of that text field? Because like right now, the new file name is just as text edit field <laughs> or something. Okay. Well, yeah, that's what I usually do. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay, three. Um, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is Keith. <laughs> go ahead, Keith. I just tried it and if, yeah, if you uh, just type your new uh 
name and then back out of it, it will save me. Okay. But this is true. You found your thought? Yeah, I found my thought back. Oh, I, I think uh, this is a question I'm asking everyone uh, who's answering this question. Does it have your home address when you're doing this or does it have a different file name? Well, this is something I took that out because otherwise all of them had my address. Home address, yeah. right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hmm. So now it just is, that's a setting that you can have, like your location right, right. when you made the recording. So that, that can be helpful sometimes, but yeah. But if, most of your recordings are at home. It's kind of annoying. So this is free. Yes. I, I just know um, when I did mine, I hit return and it saved it every time. So and it saved it while I was on the file. Okay. Wow. Very this good. is Keith. Yep. Just a general tip. Uh, you know, keyboard. If you see a done button at the lower right, if if it's expecting you to uh, press the done button and you don't see one at the top right, if you look at the lower right-hand side of your keyboard that usually says return, it will say done. But also you can look right above the keyboard. Sometimes uh, there's a done button up there. And I have found if you're in something that wants you to uh, be done with the keyboard and it shows that done button at the lower right-hand side, and you press done, there is another button under that keyboard that uh, it's a save or something that you're not able to get to unless you hit that done button. So just kind of look around your keyboard and see what it's saying. But in this case, like I said, I just went through there and uh, changed the name and then backed out and it was saved, automatically saved. Okay, well, thank you guys and thank you, Brad, for helping me. This brings us to the end of our call. So, thanks, Brad, and all of our uh, participants and everybody that helped us out tonight. And just real quick rundown Clubhouse tomorrow at five, and Android Inside at seven on Wednesday, and Trekkie Talk on Thursday. And I've been going to the virtual movies. We're going to be watching that amazing movie called Memento. Confusion. Momento. Come back to you about the little mints. <laughs> what? Yeah. Little mintos yeah. for mintos. So please join us uh, for any and all of these events. We'd love to have you, and we're just so glad you're here today. And uh, the recordings are going to be available on YouTube and our website. And you can always visit, get all the information on our upcoming events on iBugToday.org under the I, under the upcoming tab. And with that, we will say good night to you all. So have a good great night. night. Have a great week. Good Bye. Night. Oh, and happy good Father's night. Day to all the dads out there. Take care. And we will see you next week. Happy Father's Day. All right. Bye. I'm, I'm just good wondering night. if you play the movie backwards, will everybody yeah. understand it? I'll I think you will. I good night. Bye. Paul. Bye. Good night.